but is it is it when you say it a different way? I mean, and you still get ignored. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, the result is the same, right? Or are you? I tell saying- you, I fought fights. Like I thought I was underpaid at certain companies. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to compared to my male counterpart, I went through battles with HR to get my pay assessed multiple times over twenty years. Um, and these were not public battles. Um, I today don't name who those employers are. I will tell you that I fought them so that women behind me that were coming into these positions would have a better chance of getting fair pay. In many cases, my pay was corrected and they couldn't really defend why I was getting paid a certain way. Um, I have sat down and actually assessed what I think my losses are with my deficits and it's in the millions of dollars. Um, And so what I'll tell you is that I have chosen not to victimize my life. My career is a great example for women to follow. I'm not a mean girl. I think, you know, women need to do better with other women, which is why I started Women With Vision, reluctantly started a women's coaching division because I was like, who's coming? I've I've had 5,000 men work for me. Who the hell is buying female coaching packages? And then I realized that women were looking up to me. They had followed me in my career. They did want to do well with their businesses. They knew I wasn't a woman liber per se, but they knew that I was a woman who wanted to get good results. And I was a woman that would stand and fight with them for whatever they deserve to get. I don't think there needs to be nine women and nine men at the table. I think think there needs to be the right people at the table. But do you think that uh, like a, let's say women with vision. Okay. That's a good, good segue into, into what I want to get into next. Like a woman with vision, is it necessary or is it a bridge to kind of even the field to, for the future of just one one company. Yeah. Is it, or is, I mean, do you understand that? My goal with Women With Vision is to help more female uh, business owners um, not fall uh, to the insecurities of not having the education to run their businesses right. Hear me out. I think we all have learned how to be leaders and run businesses from great mentors within companies. Where there's not a lot of resources is for women-run businesses. Mm. Um, Women are very intimidated to go ask their male counterparts when they have deficits because they don't want to expose that they don't know how to run a P&L or create a pro forma or scale or whatever. And I wanted to create a safe environment where that type of learning for running businesses could, could happen and I could bring the teachers and create the teachers and create the rooms where they could sit and they could talk about, God, I'm a mom and I'm not a great mom because I'm an executive and I forgot Mm -hmm. to bring my kids lunch to school today. And, you know, these things that are taboo, because quite frankly, the harshest environment women grow up in is each with each other. Women are cruel to each other. Women are you know, the women that stay home think that the women that work stink. The women that work, you know, look at the women that stay home and wonder how the hell they do it. And there's a lot of stuff going on there. And I've experienced it because I'm an executive mom. I went back to work at eight weeks with Jagger um, and Jason, Jagger's dad, stayed home with him for many more years. But I'll never forget the look on the entire airport's eyes when I went through the gate and left that eight week old baby with Jason Hmm. and it it crushed me by the way. And that whole year was difficult for me. I had to still travel like 30, 
35 weeks, I would have loved another woman to talk to and say, God, so how you did had, you, you do had this? nobody that you could share your feelings with? At that I time? really didn't because I had just become the senior vice president at H and R block. Um, I had 900 originators, 210 branch managers. I had beat out seven men for the position. Um, and I found out two days after I was told that I was going to be the SVP of sales that I was pregnant and I had been trying for years mm. and I was devastated by the timing because I thought, Oh my God, how am I going to do this job? They just gave me. And I went back and I disclosed that I was pregnant because I felt like it was unfair or they might've thought I, I kept it a secret when I didn't know. And they said, that doesn't change our mind. You're the right person for the job. Um, we'll work with you. And so all of that was tremendously hard. I, I traveled for 34 weeks of my 40-week pregnancy. to And my last trip was to Cabo San Lucas to give away the President's Clubs Awards. I was huge. Um, <laughs> I worked not at a bad home. place to be huge, though, right? If you're going to be huge somewhere, I mean, uh, it's not a bad place to be. <laughs> I know. It's just all of it was hard. You know, I look back now. I've had an incredibly successful career. My son is part of my story. My book, Wise Eyes, is dedicated to Jagger. Um, in a meaningful way. And um, he helped present to me one of the greatest challenges of my career, but gave me one of the greatest lessons of my career as well. And I've managed to keep him watered and fed for 16 years, <laughs> despite... Um, I have to ask you, what, what is the lesson that Jagger taught you? I mean, you're, you're saying he taught you, can you, can you share that with us? Yeah. Um, it's very personal and it's kind of very emotional. Um, I, I, I went through the breakup of my marriage um, within the first couple of years of Jagger's life. And, and I'll keep that story a little mm -hmm. bit private. But the, the, the outcome of that was that I felt very depressed. Um, I had to keep all of that private because if you can imagine being a female leader over an entire national brand mm -hmm. that is a Fortune 500 company, by the way, um, I had just spotlights on me in every direction and people were waiting for me to fail. People were watching how I was doing and I was doing this with a baby in the background and a failed marriage. And, um, I would say that Jagger was my glue because he gave me the purpose and, and helped me, you know, really keep my feet moving. Um, I knew I needed to survive that intersection for him. Mm -hmm. And I lost my job with H&R Block Mortgage because we closed the firm down, as I've already stated, to save shareholder price. And so I literally shut the firm down and shut the lights off. So I was out of work, divorced, and with a young child. And so in my mind, I know for a fact that there were many conversations I had with myself over that year where I said, Jag is my reason. Jag is my purpose. Like I'm going to get up today and I'm going to do whatever I can do. I'm going to go find a new job. I'm mm -hmm. going to, you know, he's, he just, he was my reason. Kind of puts you back to your parents though, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. if you think about it, I mean, the way the parents were kind of double, double sure. over time and maybe yep. the three, I think it's you and you're the middle's daughter, right? You're yeah, I am. Older yeah. the younger one, right? Yeah, you're, geez, you're blowing me away with all these facts, dude. You've done a great job with your research. Wow. I'm yeah, so I'm impressed. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I, can, I can go on the road now whenever you need a subject. <laughs> I know. I'm bringing you with me. Trust me. You know more than some of my own stuff does. What the hell? 
<laughs> All right. So look, let's let's take a pivot here. Um, yeah. You've come so far, literally, it just in the in the three years that I've seen you. I mean, I was Thank one of you. the first students of 2020, I think. I don't yes, know how many you, you had at that point, yes. right? And now I come on there every now and then and, and I don't recognize, I would say 80% of the people, you know, you yeah. can have 90 some odd people on the zoom call I know. and I'll be like, who are these people? It's like, they just, it doesn't seem to stop. You know what I mean? The growth. No, it's grown and grown and grown. I mean, we really, really have. And I'm so grateful. We have 60 employees today. Um, 24 coaches, you know, it's, it's incredible. Um, what do you give the success? I mean, like, what is the, what is like, I mean, I know what attracted me, right? Yeah. That, but what, what is the reason that people are like, Hey, I want to be part of 20 when there's so many different choices out there. Sure. Let's, let's be honest. There's a gazillion choices for coaching. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that we have done a good job of telling our story, um, which is that, you know, we are this, this mighty, like my, my, this company started as a dream. Hmm. It was my dream. And and I spent a decade saying I have a dream and to the whole mortgage world. And it was like they showed up to say, you know, I want to be part of your dream. You know, I want to help you fuel this dream you have. And, and I tell people every day, tell your story because people are going to want to get on your ride with you. And I think we've I think that's modern marketing, by the way. I think storytelling is modern marketing. I think mm. we've done a really good job of being authentic in our storytelling. So I think we're a movement. I, I you know, we also are influential on people's careers because we have media here and marketing. We're not a conventional uh, coaching company because we have the outlier support of grief and loss and health and wellness. And yeah. we're a niche. Um, we're enormous. Um, we were built for scale from day one, being virtual component part, uh, two parts virtual, live, uh, Zoom, and uh, virtual progression. I'm so proud of my team because, like, we had the master's certification and now we have master's honors. And we're so proud that we've created the next level of, and people are going beyond. I mean, and, you're going to have like master seniors, right? Guys like me <laughs> coming out on we're stage with our kids. We're going to have masters golfers in another year or so. <laughs> it's going to be like, you don't show up is what the requirement. Because <laughs> you, you, you just said something really interesting. That, and I've been, I've been really honing in on this so much the last few weeks. Do you think that Zoom played a part in your success? Being able to offer classes virtually yeah. via Zoom. Well, we opened our doors in November of 2018 as a national nat national <laughs> firm yes. um, virtually. And so we knew we could be, literally our early commercial said, learn from anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And that was true. But man, the pandemic put some wind in our sails. Yeah, Unlike everybody else who had built their coaching firms on face-to-face -face events and in-person meetings and all this stuff. We were like sitting there like a boat on the ocean with five sails up that had no wind in it yet. And all of a sudden it was like the gust came, like everybody was stuck at home. And I think we, we serve to be a place of homage in 2020 for the mortgage professional and I think that that lead in that year, because you could come sit in a classroom while stuck in your home, mm -hmm. created a community. The community bonded. I think today we do a great job with our red carpet farewell, if you will. 
if you come here and you've stayed long enough to devour our content and you've come for all you came for, we are going to keep you in our inner circle of friendship when you move beyond. There is no like you're in, you're out type thing here. Mm -hmm. You were once part of our community. You know, I say this in general to people. You are always part of our community. You may not be paying a coaching fee and and doing, you know, the one-on-one consulting or or or, or necessarily, uh, you know, progressing in a virtual certification level. Um, that may have ended, but you're still in our Facebook group. You're still coming to our Vision Summit. You're still, you know, working within our magazines. And I think because we have built a community here that is under the brand of our influence that allows you to still be in our family. You can be a person that sends six more people our way. Sure. And I think there is, this is my story. This is my swan song of my career. And I think everybody knows I've pretty much documented the whole journey and I've left it for the world to devour and read. And I'm going to write this story. This story <laughs> will get written about this journey. And I just want this last chapter to be magnificent. Do you I want know, it to be magnificent. Do you know what the saying swan song comes from? I just found out last week. So yeah. I want to stop you because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this, right? So the swan actually makes this really god-awful sound throughout his entire life. Okay. Until it's about to die. And yeah. then it sings this most amazing song. Yes. And that's where the swan song came from. That saying, like this is a swan. You know what I mean, so it's interesting that you said that. They use it theatrically speaking because yeah. when they do plays, they will put on some of the billing, the swan song act, and like the last act of a show exactly. yeah. will be that. And so this is my last act of my career, and so I'm singing it. the most beautiful song I can sing so hold right on. now. Are, are you, are you yeah. saying on this show right here that after 2020, whenever it may come to some finality, that's it. You're that's done. It. You're you're packing this it is in. This is it, dude. This is, this is my walk towards retirement. Yeah. And, I mean, you've already got it. If I know you, you've already planned out like what is going to happen, the day, probably pretty close to the day and the month and the year. <laughs> I have an idea of what it looks like. And, and it's many years away, which I'm happy to say. Um, I have a lot more work. On? What's does, that? Does 2020 still go on without you? Yes. Yes. We have built 2020 to be sold eventually. Um, we hope to be synonymous with education in our field, mm -hmm. like Proctor or, or a brand like that. Sure. And that is why slowly but surely you see my image being pulled away and away and the brand going up and up and different legs of our branding under masters and women with vision and now vision mark coming this summer, you know, we're going to be formidably branded and you'll, you, when you see the logo, it will mean something mm -hmm. and, and it'll speak to people. And so we've been writing SOP code. I couldn't, <laughs> the first month that I opened my doors, I had, you know, uh, again, just two people working for me. And the third person I hired month two was an SOP code writer. And we've been writing process, standard operation process and practices um, from day one. Wow. The entire history of our build out is documented. And every week of the 60 employees here, if you so much as change the day you write a formidable email, you must submit a job form to the standard operation procedures team 
in the form of I am changing the weekly email that announces classes from Monday to Tuesday. And that gets written into our manual. If something happens to me, unfortunately, you know, I hate to say, but if something happens to me tomorrow, this company's operating manual is here. Okay. And it can be purchased by somebody that can bring in people that could know how to run this company at the same profitable level that we're running it at. Um, so, you know, I think when I started, people thought it was going to be the Christine Beckwith show. I mean, it was my face. It was my name. It was a lot of me. I know it was a lot too, by the way. I want to apologize to everybody that was watching in 2018. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I you don't have to bleep that part out, but my word, if there's a clip that I could have, take this clip right here. Um, because I, it was too much for me. If you've ever been a person that are like going through a branding exercise and, and, and you're getting ready to post about yourself and you have to like toot your own horn. Listen, I, I love attention as much as the next person. I love awards. I love winning. Um, but man, whew, it mm. was not for the faint of heart. And, and when you're going to say you're an expert and you want, you want producers to come, you want the best to come, you want excellence to find you, you've got to be like your marketing's got to be like, mm. you know, and so I had great marketing executives that helped me take that walk and, and just close your eyes um, and go with it because it's, this is what's required. Um, this is what it's going to take to get the nose of this plane off the runway. And once we get up there, well, then we can start bailing things out of the plane and, 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 and whatever. And that's exactly what we've done over three or four years. And, so talk know. about a plane ride. I'm going to be on yeah. a plane momentarily to Tampa, Florida. Ah, right. June 27th is when I'm coming down there. So um, this summit is always interesting to me, Christina, because I, so there's, there's a few parts of me that, well, the first part is like, why does Christine do this to herself? (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first part, right? Second part loves everybody that when I'm down there, I enjoy myself thoroughly. Right. Every time you've done it. And then the, there's a last part of me that gets exhausted. Sure. Because there's so much to absorb in such a yeah. short period of time. Mm-hmm. Like the whole system gets overloaded. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you don't want to miss a moment. Right. The two times I've been down there is like, I don't want to be, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to take a <laughs> snack. <laughs> right. I don't know what, you know, Jay's going to say or Barry's going to do or, you know, I just, and I want to be in that crowd listening. Yeah. So well, like, I mean, going in the order of the things that you just said, um, first of all, thank you for coming and being part of our, our summit. That's amazing. Um, we knew when we built the five-year business plan for, for 2020, um, two years before we opened our doors, that in order to uh, really have a community of people, we had, to, we had to have a face-to-face factor. And we asked ourselves what that looked like because we were building a virtual platform on Lightspeed, as you know, which is coined the most interactive virtual training in the world, training system in the world. Um, and we knew that virtual would only get us so far. Hmm. And, and, and that breaking bread was vital to relationship. Um, and so we also looked around the room and we saw other competitors that had events. We saw the Mortgage Mastermind, I don't mind saying, having their event in Las Vegas every year. And we just thought if we're going to be really adopted nationally by the industry, We've got to come out and show them we're here to mean business. We knew the first year that we did the summit that it was going to be a big venture. 
Mm. Um, financially speaking, I would say, because we're not a lender. We don't have lending money. We're <laughs> a vendor. We have mom and pop money. And so, you know, with this in mind, obviously, um, we didn't know who would come. I didn't sleep a wink after we announced the first show the very first year. I, I When I tell you, I did not know that would happen to me. We announced and I didn't sleep for three months. Wow. I laid awake saying, who will come? Will they come? Will we pull this off? And we had a small staff at the time. And we did. We pulled off an amazing event. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of hundreds of people came. Mm -hmm. um, and we were off and running. And last year was even bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And we did the Modern Marketer last year. And this year is going to blow the roof off wow. everything we've ever done. The theme is the eco vision, which is, you know, uh, what's going on in your universe. Uh, we're going to lean into our own you know, culture and, and theme, which is, you know, we have something for everybody here, but here are the main components of self-development. So you're going to go through a real show of a journey where there's going to be planets circling around the earth. And as the planets come up, you're going to see the future. You're going to see humor. You're going to see heart. You're going to see sales. You're going to see digital marketing. And, and we're going to show you the mortgage experts ecosystem um, and if we do, I don't want to over promise anything here, but if we do what I think our 18 person AV team, which is out of this world, I will tell you, is going to do an incredible show that feels much like you're entering a planetarium when you go. Wow. It. So it's, wow. it's going to be really, really. Wow. Cool. So planetarium. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean. Like we're going I, into the universe. You're going right, into that's the, in my mind. I'm like I'm walking into this. You're going thing. into space, dude, in that auditorium. My you are. God. My it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Who so. came up with this vision? I did. I this is my theme. Um, every year they give me the honor. You know, I have to give my team credit because we work really hard on ourselves. We, you know, Ray Beefus, who's my head coach. Um, does leadership consulting behind the scenes. I, you know, when I hired Ray many years ago, I said, I don't only want you to be public facing within my firm to the clients. I would like you to help my leadership team develop. And so we give free sessions. I pay for them, but mm -hmm. they're free to the employees um, to talk about anything personal, to talk about, you know, some area that they're trying to grow. He actually um, comes into our leadership meetings to help us talk through things and, and does some consulting with us. And so, you know, one of the things we've really figured out very firmly is I'm the visionary of 2020. And my job is to create the vision and everybody else's job is to carry that vision out. And I am very lucky to have people that care tremendously about and believe in my eyesight towards this company's success. And they give me creative control to the degree. I have marketers, I have creative art mm -hmm. directors here. I have graphic designers here. I have videographers. I, it's so funny to say that in plural, our, our marketing department's huge now. Um, and with all of this in mind, um, I just thought what's happening this year in this market. And I think everybody's searching around their worlds right now, trying to find the answers. And we're hopefully going to deliver the answers for them as to what 2020, how you're going to connect in 2022. Yeah. So it's interesting because this is the way I wanted to do this interview. So it's worked out perfect. Because oh. your tone of voice talking about this is so different compared to when we first started. We started with your, with your childhood. I hope you understand that. I mean, oh, really? I'm listening to it. And yeah. I was mindful of it the entire time. And as you've allowed this, your vision that you're seeing this, this, this summit coming forward, yeah. it's like 
you're on a hundred percent right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just, it's incredible. The energy that you're putting out. Oh. And I think people don't understand that that's how much energy is required to actually fulfill a vision. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of drive. I believe in, in, in fueling the passion. You know, I, every week we have a weekly sales meeting, 1130 Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I got to tell you, I think, um, very authentically every week about the message. It's a little bit like the 2020 church, if you will. And, and, and I, and I don't mind saying that because <laughs> I definitely consider myself some of an a, evangelist in terms of success. You know, I feel like my tagline for 2020 is emotional awakening through education. Hmm. And I believe if you read my philosophy that's on the website, that people run towards success when they are motivated to do so. And so I've spent my entire career, like I, literally in the locker room, you know, with 125 people at some point that are in last place and, and, and giving them, you know, a, a, a lecture on why they should be number one or why they should be better than number 14 out of 14 and telling them, you know, spending time with them, listening to their stories, shaking hands, developing individual bonds with 125 people where I sit and I listen to each person's story. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm walking through the hallways, there's no more just passing by. Now it's, you know, Fabi, how's your daughter? How's this going? And I learned their story so that I could drive that bus from the back seat. And I drove them all the way to first place. And I got to tell you, when you open a report and everybody's work Saturdays and Sundays, and, and you have fueled the idea of, of them making it. Like all I wanted them to do is not be 14th. I use this particular story. All I wanted them to do is be 13th. And I didn't know they could be number one either, but I mm -hmm. knew they needed to be better. And so every single day, I feel like God put me on this earth. If it's this room right now in this podcast that's played for whomever's going to watch it and something I say you know, some vulnerable moment, my, my crying, watching the opening video, <laughs> you know, you got me, dude. Like no one's got me crying on video. Like that's going to be a whole thing too. And um, I try not to show that soft side of myself, <laughs> but it's just that I believe like, mm -hmm. I thank God if something happens to me tomorrow, Bobby, I have lived my dreams. Like I have done it. Like I have not let risk or naysaying or hate or statistics or whatever deter my belief in the human ability to redefine ourselves, overcome, and just reach. You know, I hope I'm reaching at 80. I don't know what that looks like. I hope I'm writing till I die. And I hope that writing is read a hundred years from now, like my my editor said, and that it inspires somebody then. Mm. You know, we're fuel, we're fuel yeah. on this earth until we burn away into dust. And mm -hmm. so I'm going to burn bright. I'm going to try to burn hard. Um, I would tell you that something I've never said out loud, I don't mind saying, and I feel like you've done such an incredible interview. I'm going to say it. And I've never written this in any of my books, but I'm a bit of a tortured soul. Mm. I have such a deep emotional uh, existence that I actually am powerfully emotional to the point where I feel things on such a deep level that there's a lot of pain. I feel a lot of pain emotionally. It's hard for me to even say that out loud. Um, 
I don't think if I found my way to where I am right now, which is the right place for me to be in life, that I could have been as successful as I've been. I don't think if I woke every morning and poured it out for other people or that I served a purpose for mm -hmm. so many other people, I feel like I would have lived a tortured life for all that I feel, mm -hmm. you know, do you, like an artist. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. What happens a lot of times, and, and this is something else I've been thinking about, and it's going to sound silly right now, but like if I, it dawned on me, and I don't know why, that a fish doesn't know it's swimming in water. It just mm -hmm. thinks it's doing his job. So for tortured souls, for people who have a vision, yeah. they don't know anything else. It's just, this is the, the world that we've That's created right. for ourselves. And so we don't know. Like Artists. People, yeah. When people say, Fabi, how do you do this podcast, that podcast, you're over there, you're creating this. You, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm moving in slow motion. Yeah. I, feel I like would say we are the artists of, like there's science in banking. Let's face it. It's math. Yeah. And, and I chose that. And I was living my whole career amongst the scientists. But here's the problem with that. I'm an artist. Yeah, exactly. So there's a balance. And you're there. an artist. There's a balancing act. Yeah. So I found the right spot for me to be in the mortgage industry. Absolutely. Because I'm creating over here. And yeah. um, whether that's creating careers, inspiring people, writing, reading, you know, all of the things. I think the industry was, you know, a place that needed 2020 vision before it was created. Um, I'm glad it's here. I hope the people that are on my bus agree and um, that it's given them more fun. We've laughed our butts off in class too. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't talked a lot in this podcast about humor, but one of the things I love, and actually one of the planets that you're going to see in the show is humor. Mm -hmm. And and we're actually bringing in a comedian I saw um, that. that's been on Saturday Night Live yeah, and we're going to have a really funny part. And it doesn't make sense when you're looking at our billing because you're like, wait a minute, this is a mortgage industry convention. But it does when you sit back and 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 we explain what we think is in the eco vision, you know, of our worlds. Yeah. Humor is one of them. Another thing I found when I was researching this is you actually posted one time after one of our when when you used to be my coach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we did a one on one. And you said you just had one of the funniest like coaching sessions with Fabi Nagmi. You'll never like. I was going through all these different things trying yes. to. And I was like, I'm not going to put that in there. <laughs> But since you brought Dude, up, we you brought have up, laughed. That was, that I was actually your Facebook post for that day. <laughs> I, like, I almost started giggling at the beginning of the show. Like you and I have had like these belly, like rolling, oh oh, crying they, laughs. They've been crazy laughs. They've been crazy laughs. So listen, I, we are. We I think we've got enough of this interview here. Oh. But I, I feel very good about this. Um, Me too. And I want to thank you, Christine, for being once again such a dear friend of mine. That when I ask you to do something, you never say no. Oh, you never, you've that. never said no. You know what I mean? You have honored me, Bobby, in so many ways. And I mean that. Um, for you know, I just bought a retreat house for 2020 in January, and we're about to put a commercial out at the Vision Summit, and people are gonna be able to come do workshops, and it's just another place for me to do uh, great work and, and have workshops and meaningful retreats with people. Um, and it just seemed in line and in keeping with what we're doing. I say this to you because your book is sitting in my living room on my coffee table. Uh -huh. um, and yeah. And um, I'm really proud of, you know, the fact that in my world, there have been people that have come into it and, and, and had healthy environments that helped inspire their gifts 
that are now blossoming into the world. Because to me, that is at the core of my purpose. Yeah. If I can emotionally awake a Fabi, and I don't want to take credit for your book. No, That's not what I'm no, doing. You do. Um, but if I can <laughs> yeah. create the world in which that can thrive, then that's that's my success. Yeah, that's, that's my success. And that's a reminder cool. of my success. So anyways, thank you for having me on the show. Yeah.